Welcome to the Will Evans Show. This is a podcast that I'm going to teach you everything you didn't learn in school. So if you're sitting there thinking, I have no idea how to budget, I have no idea where my money's going, I need some help, then this is the podcast for you. And today we're going to be talking about the seven baby steps. So for most of you, you probably have no idea what the seven baby steps were. So we've talked about getting on a plan. You have to get on a plan if you want to be successful in your financial journey. And this is a proven process that has helped millions of people. I wish I had come up with it. I didn't. But it is a proven plan that, again, has helped tons of people. Over 10 million people have gone through these seven steps. And I want to share this with you because that's what me and Kendall did. We decided that we are going to live out the seven baby steps. So baby step number one is we save $1,000 as a starter emergency fund. What that does, it gives you a little cushion. So it puts the, a little distance between you and a flat tire, maybe a bad alternator. It helps you cash flow the expense. We are working towards a goal to have the money set aside in savings for expenses like that. But that leads us into baby step two. We're in debt. So we're going to pay off all of our debt except the mortgage using the debt snowball. So that's baby step two. So that includes your credit cards, your student loans, your car loans, personal loans, stuff like that. So that's going to be all in baby step two. And one thing key about baby step two is we are going to be doing this with what Dave calls gazelle intensity. And what that means is that you are attacking this with a vengeance. You are selling everything you can. You're having a garage sale this weekend. You are putting all the money you can to pay off this debt. That's what gazelle intensity is. If you, that's, we're going to be talking about that a lot. So you're going to be doing that as quick as you can with gazelle intensity. And baby step three is where we save three to six months of a fully funded emergency fund. That is three to six months of your expenses. That way, if you have a job loss or if you have a bigger expense that you can't cash flow in your monthly budget, that's where your three to six months of an emergency fund comes in. Now, let me say this and let me be very clear. This emergency fund is for emergencies. That does not mean, oh, I forgot Christmas is December 25th and I need to pull money out of my emergency, emergency fund. That is not an emergency. So we're not going to use our emergency fund for non-emergencies. And then baby step four is we're going to invest 15% of our gross income into retirement. So this is where once we're out of debt, we have our three to six months of an emergency fund. This is where I think the fun really happens because you start building and saving for the future. This is where you start to talk about leaving a legacy and, and what are you going to do in 25, 30 years? So that is, so we invest 15% of our gross income into retirement, whether it's your 401k, uh, Roth IRA, uh, anything like that. Obviously, if you have a Roth 401k, that's going to be the best option because that means you are 
putting in after-tax dollars. So you've already paid the taxes. So when your account says a million dollars, you have a million dollars. You don't pay taxes on that because you've already paid taxes on it. Then that leads us into baby step five, which is saving for your kid's college fund. Obviously, if you don't have kids, this doesn't apply for you, but you can do this in numerous ways. You can do it through an ESA, an education savings account. You can do it through a uh, 529. And then baby step six, this is where a lot of people may disagree with what I have to say. On baby step six, we're going to pay off our home early, right? We're going to do some deep diving into home buying and the best way to do that. At the same time, we're anti-debt at this point. We already drew a line in the sand saying we're never going to be in debt. So when it comes to a mortgage, we're going to do everything we can to pay that off as quick as we can. And then baby step seven, this is the end goal. Baby step seven is where everything that we've worked so hard for, baby step seven is where we get to build wealth and give generously. We talked about in baby step four, you can start doing legacy planning. Baby step seven is where you really start to see your legacy come into action because you have set yourself up in a way that you are financially free. You have financial peace, you have financial freedom, And then you start planning on, hey, what can I do with this money that the Lord has blessed me with, right? And so that can be a number of things. Uh, In Proverbs, it says, a good man leaves an inheritance to his children's children. And not that you can't leave an inheritance other than money, but I do believe that in Proverbs, that's what it's talking about as well, is money. I want to leave money to my children's children, And I want to leave them an inheritance of knowing and understanding good biblical money principles. And so that is baby step seven where, again, we're building wealth and giving generously. So now you just heard all seven baby steps and baby steps one through three, you are going to do those with what we talked about, gazelle intensity. You are doing those as fast as you can. The average time it takes someone following these seven baby steps to get out of debt and have an emergency fund is 18 to 24 months. That's average. You heard you heard my story. It took me five months, so I was on that lower side. And some of you, it may be longer. That is okay. But what I'm trying to tell you is that this plan works. You just have to commit to it. And so one through three, you're doing it with gazelle intensity. And, and baby steps four, five, and six, you do it all at the same time. So obviously, you're going to do baby step one first, then baby step two, then baby step three. But four, five, and six, you do them all at the same time. So after you get your emergency fund, you're doing baby step four, which is investing 15% of your gross income into retirement and you're saving for kids' college and any money left over that is when you start to pay off your home early. And then obviously baby step seven, you are still investing, you're still building wealth and you're still giving generously. And baby steps one through three is uh, obviously we're doing it with gazelle intensity. And for some of you, that is gonna be very hard. It's gonna take a lot of sacrifice, a lot of diligence to do that because If you are in debt, if you're on baby step two, 
And most people listening to this are in baby step one or two. You should not be going on vacation. You should not be eating out and spending $800 a month on restaurants. You should not be doing that. You are doing everything you can to get out of debt as fast as possible. And then once you get into baby steps four, five, and six, that's when you can start to enjoy your money a little bit. We're going to start talking about, hey, let's go on vacation. Let's celebrate. Let's, uh, let's do the fun stuff that we can do with our money because now we have a little sliver of financial peace, financial freedom because we're out of debt. We don't owe any money to any lenders uh, minus the mortgage. And so baby step two, you are cutting out all expenses possible because we're doing everything we can to get out of debt. Four, five, and six, you get to enjoy. Baby step seven, you really get to enjoy it. These seven baby steps have changed my life. They have obviously... My plan was not working. I was $28,000 in debt as a 21-year-old newly married guy. $28,000 in debt. I, w- me and my wife racked up $28,000 of debt within the first two years of us being in school. We had $28,000 of debt, and that is just not okay. My plan was not working, Right? So I decided to submit to a different plan, a plan that is a proven plan, the seven baby steps. People always want to argue with me. And, well, I want to do this. I want to do that. No, you don't go up. Me not being jacked, I don't go up to the biggest man at the gym and try to coach him. No, I don't do that. If, if you have a keg and he has a six pack, I'm going to do what he does to get a six pack. That's what I'm doing. I'm learning from someone that has done it and has a proven track record of being fit and living a healthy lifestyle and being in the gym. It's the same thing with money. If you are in debt, your plan is not working. You have to submit to someone else's plan. And again, I didn't come up with these seven baby steps. I'm in the trenches with you doing these seven baby steps. I paid off my debt. I paid off $28,000 in five months. I saved a three to six fully funded emergency fund. I'm now starting to invest 15% of my gross income into retirement and don't have any kids, don't have a house yet either, but I'm setting money aside to have a strong down payment. That is what I'm doing. And it's all because of these seven baby steps. I've followed this proven plan. You're listening to The Will Evans Show. Hey guys, it's Will. I know this show is all about what you didn't learn in school, but for some of you, you need a little more personalized help, and that's what Evans Financial Coaching is. I specialize in helping people pay off debt and build wealth. If this is you, I've put my contact info in the show notes. So please reach out. I'm here to help you. Evans Financial Coaching. Creating Paths to Financial Freedom. Welcome back to the Will Evans Show. Yes, I want you to leave a five-star review. It will make my day. It will make Ben's day. It will make everybody's day. If you don't want to leave a five-star review, 
please just go to the next podcast. We don't want any one-star reviews. If you don't have anything nice to say, just go on to the next podcast and leave your one-star reviews there. I'm just kidding. In all seriousness, I want you to help this show out. And one of the things you can do is you can subscribe, you can like it. Um, However you're watching or viewing this or listening to it, uh, I want you to like, subscribe, do all the stuff. Y'all know what to do. Also, one of the biggest things you can do to help us out is to tell somebody about it. If this podcast is, if you're learning something, if you think that it is of value to you, tell somebody about it. Uh, whether it's a coworker, family member, hit the share button. Um, so many buttons that you can hit with podcasts nowadays. Uh, send it to someone. So uh, it'd be greatly appreciated. And so our scripture of the day is Proverbs 3, 5 through 6 which is trusted in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding and all your ways submit to him and he will make your paths straight. I love that verse. I love Proverbs. Uh, I actually uh, read through Proverbs every month. If it's July 1, I read chapter 1 of Proverbs. If it's the second day of the month, I'm going to read Proverbs 2. And I've been doing that for about eight, eight or nine months now. The reason is because there's so much wisdom and truth like Proverbs 3, 5 through 6. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, submit to him and he will make your path straight. I, I, I can never get enough of Proverbs. Hot take coming. I was debating whether or not to even bring this up, uh, but I had to. So, You know, I'm obviously a financial coach. I love helping people get out of debt. I love helping people win with money. I love that. It's a passion of mine. And most of the time, I don't really get anything out of it. I love just sitting and meeting with people. I meet with eight or nine people every month, uh, whether it's we're doing budgeting, we're just talking about money questions, looking at investments. I don't sell investments. I'm not in that world. But we do talk about that in a lot of my coaching sessions. There's nothing wrong with asking for help. And I think in our culture, we've gone away from that is that we're almost afraid to ask for help because we don't know what people will think about us, right? And it's the same thing. Like if I'm I'm dealing with something, I want to seek uh, counsel in whatever that way is. And for you, it may be you need financial coaching, This is the biggest question I get when I tell people that I'm a financial coach. They say, well, how are you charging people and they're broke or they're poor? That's what it is when they say poor. We in America are not poor. We're broke. Two separate things. Poor is the third world countries that they're living on actual pennies, right? In America... We have plenty of, it's the land of opportunity. We have millions of jobs that right right now that are open, waiting for people to come into work. People are dying for people to come to work. The land of opportunity. But yet we are broke. We're not poor. We are just, we as Americans, the majority of us are bad with money. And so, yeah, so I get that question all the time. And here's what I say to him. Look. You got some people, they're going out and they're spending 60 to $80 a weekend on drinking at the bar with their friends. You got people, there's a new uh, shoe drop coming out and they're willing to spend 
$150, $200 on, on some new shoes. And here's what I really love. The CrossFit bros. Look, I did CrossFit. I, I played baseball in high school, and we did CrossFit. CrossFit was not for me. And actually, I have a good buddy of mine. He actually does CrossFit, and he looks a lot better than I do. Uh, and I admire the CrossFit bros. But one reason I admire the CrossFit bros is because they, uh, they are very disciplined in their workouts. They're going all the time. And here's the crazy part about CrossFit bros. When I was looking them up, they are spending $100 to $250 a month for their CrossFit membership. And I'm thinking, if people are willing to spend $250 on the gym, they should be willing to spend half of that on financial coaching. Your future self will thank you for getting help uh, now. Um, obviously, this is a show where you are learning everything you didn't learn in school, right? You don't know how to budget. You don't know how to save money. You don't know where your money's going. You're in debt. You have a bunch of student loans. You have car loans. You have all that because nobody told you the right way to do anything. I'm not saying you have to come to me. I'm not doing this as a way to make money because I'm in the business of helping people. But I'm just throwing it out there that you listening to this show is the best thing that you can do financially for your future self because we're learning practical tips on how to win with our money and especially winning with our money from a biblical lens. So yes, if that is you, I would love to hear from you. Uh, Let's set up a meeting. You can do that a couple ways. You can DM me on Instagram. You can uh, send me an email uh, and I'll, I'll put all these in the show notes, but my Instagram is I am Will Evans. That's I'm Will Evans on Instagram. And the email is ask at evans-fc.com. And I'm going to link all this in the show notes, but I want you, if you have any other questions, you just want to, you just want to ask me a question, send it to me on DM. I'm not in this to make money. So I want to hear from you. If you need any help, if you have any questions, feel free to reach out to me. Um, Again, I keep saying this, but I'm in the business of helping people. I'm in the business of helping people win with their money. And so, but for some of you, you need a little more one-on-one help. And that's where, what I was just talking about, financial coaching, that's where that comes into play. Um, But some of you, you don't need it. Um, For example, I didn't meet with a financial coach. Uh, I've learned it. I've learned how to be a financial coach. I went through a course and I'm a certified financial coach. And so, but I I didn't do this, but this is for those that need a little extra one-on-one help. Um, And so, but that, that is, that's what financial coaching is. That's what I'm in the business of doing. Um, And obviously, All of this cannot be done without uh, the wonderful guy behind the scenes, Ben Foster. He is the one that makes this show sound good. Uh, Hopefully, uh, hopefully you think I sound good. Um, I know I don't have the best voice. I need to have that deep voice like Josh Turner. I do not, I sadly do not have that. Um, But yes, he's the one that makes it sound perfect. And so, again, this is the Will Evans Show. Thank you for tuning in. You can DM me at I'm Will Evans, or you can email me at ask 
at evans-fc.com, and I will see you all next week. <laughs>